Welcome to Nonprofit Courage Lab, how to ask for more and raise major gifts. I'm Julie Ordonez, your Major Gifts Fundraising Coach, and I'm on a mission to help nonprofit leaders like you get the courage and strategy to ask for more. No one has changed the world without first changing themselves. If you want to raise more money to change the world, you are in the right place. You ready? Let's go. Hi, I started this podcast because fundraisers everywhere are terrified to do their jobs. I'm the kind of gal who just gets right to the heart of the matter. And years ago, I saw that there was such a gap in helping nonprofit fundraisers get personal courage to ask for more. There was no one, no consultant, no trainer, no place to go to address the fact that we are overcome with fear in asking people with financial wealth for more towards our mission. And I, I thought, okay, if there's a gap here, I can help address this. Because this is a a challenge and a struggle that I have dealt with in my own career. I've been fundraising for 13 years now in Los Angeles and all over the nation. And I've learned so much from the very best who raise seven-figure gifts over the phone from people they've never met. And I've also dealt with my own fear in fundraising and learned how to overcome that and how to constantly raise the ceiling for myself on what's possible. Our lack of courage, friends, is stopping us from changing our communities faster. It is stopping us from seeing global issues be completely eliminated. There are problems that we can solve in our lifetime if we have the courage to ask people to join us in the fight. I am so convinced that courage is the biggest skills gap in the nonprofit sector. It certainly isn't work ethic. It certainly isn't passion. And it certainly isn't subject matter expertise knowing what your community needs, it's courage. And so there wasn't really a space where people could go and develop their personal courage and develop their fundraising skills. And it's such a prevalent problem. Junior and and more green fundraisers, as well as people who have been doing this for decades, It's universal that we're afraid to talk to wealthy people about giving a large gift, whatever we consider a large gift. For some, that's $10,000. Maybe that makes you want to throw up, asking somebody for 10K to their face. For some, that's $100,000 or $250,000 or a million or 5 million. It's normal to be afraid. It's normal. But when we are afraid, our world gets smaller and we get selfish. And so I wanted to create 
a space to have an honest conversation about how we must develop our own personal courage in order to change the world. We got to do it. It's something that we personally have to take ownership over. And this really is a lab. It is meant for this to be a learning experience. I do not expect anybody to get this right, right out of the gate. If you have been making decisions, how much to ask for, who to ask, who to not ask, based on your fear, fear of being rejected, fear of being perceived like you are out for someone's wallet only, that you are greedy, that you aren't grateful for what people already give, that asking for more is the biggest risk you can take. I want you to be able to embrace the trial and the error. This is truly a courage lab where you can test it out. Let's test it out. Let's test courage out. Let's test out taking calculated risks and expanding our threshold of the risks we're willing to take. Hey, are you determined to double or maybe even triple your individual giving this year and you'd love some guidance and support? I've got news for you. I have taught dozens of leaders how to raise more five-figure gifts in a month or less inside my program, Courage Lab. If you want to learn more, go to nonprofitcouragelab.com. That's nonprofitcouragelab.com and grab your spot today. Now is the perfect time to improve your fundraising skills and build your personal courage. I got you. Head over to nonprofitcouragelab.com. See you there. Because here's the tough truth. This is a pill that's going to be tough to swallow. We put our comfort before the mission all the time. And that is precisely why our organizations stay small. And I've done this personally. I remember when I was earlier in my fundraising career and I went to go and ask someone for a major gift. I got a meeting with this partner at a big firm and we had a coffee meeting scheduled. I go to the coffee shop that's right outside of his high-rise building where his office was. We sit down, we talk, we chit-chat, and I had a plan. And I mustered up the courage to ask him for $2,500. And I will never forget the look on his face. It was like he just became sunken. And he was no longer smiling. And it was almost like what I just said was a total drag. And he said, sure, Julie, I can give you $2,500. And he reached into his suitcase. He pulled out a checkbook. Yes, he pulled out a checkbook. And he just wrote a check for $2,500. And he did not enjoy doing that. And I knew right in that moment, oh, shit, I just left so much money on the table. And I disappointed this guy. I disappointed myself. He wasn't excited to give $2,500. But it was all that I was asking for because that was 
the level of courage that I had at the time. Are you getting it? I know you can relate to this. Some of you, you're comfortable in that 25K, 30K space. And so that is the biggest gift that you're getting right now because that's what you're used to, not because it's what people can give, not because it's actually what you need. So this journey of courage and developing our own personal courage and fundraising skills, they're connected. It's not like courage and how you fundraise are two distinct things here. Your personal level of courage affects the way that you implement your strategy or if you don't implement it at all. Major gifts and asking individuals for 10K plus gifts is the most effective way to raise unrestricted dollars for your organization. And yet we prioritize writing grants. We spend months and months writing a 12 to 20 page document, a friggin' dissertation to an organization, a foundation, institutional, whatever it is. Maybe we'll get money. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll get zero. We'll spend all that time. And be granted nothing. Why do we do this? We spend months and months planning a gala that if we're, we're doing pretty decent at, we might raise six figures, maybe seven. We spend so much time focused on government contracts and all of these ways to raise money tie at least one hand behind our back. It's not the most effective use of our time. When you raise major gifts, you can send a donor maybe two or three emails and get a one-hour meeting, and that's a 10K gift. So what do you think is more efficient? What do you think is more of a sure thing? It's the one that takes the most courage. Writing a grant proposal and getting rejected over email is not as personal as sitting across from someone face-to-face, asking them straight up for six figures, and then receiving what they say to you directly. That takes guts. It takes guts, and that's why we don't do it as much. It's not necessarily because Grant writing is the best strategy for our organization. It's because we can handle the rejection because it's completely impersonal. It's another thing to go to a wealthy neighbor or friend and ask them for more. It's another thing. So if it's the most efficient way, then why don't we do it? We know that people have the money. We know that they're interested, especially if they've been a previous donor. We know that they care. What on earth is stopping us? It's our lack of courage. 
Humility is the root of courage, and we'll really get into that much more in later episodes. But it's about remembering it isn't about me. It's not about me. It's not about how I will be perceived. It's not about my reputation. It's not about my comfort level. It's not about doing what I'm used to or even doing what I'm historically good at. And this is why I always say, if you want to raise more money and change the world, this is the place for you. Because no one changes the world without first changing themselves. Donors are not inspired or invited to give more when we are accepting the scraps. When we ask for more, it not only creates a greater impact in our communities, it impacts the donor. Asking them to give more is a gift to them. It is truly an invitation. And we've got to transform the way that we see this, the way that we see fundraising, the way that we relate to major gifts. People want to be generous. They care so much. And they would be honored to receive an invitation from you to step up and lead by giving generously. And so we've got to change the way that we relate to Major Gifts fundraising, the way that we see ourselves and our role in fundraising and in the community, and how we relate to people who have money. All of this has to do with elevating your personal level of courage. And of course, we're going to talk about fundraising skills, strategy, because I'm a strategist. I'm big on strategy. Because on the flip-flop of that, I have been courageous and not had a great strategy. And it did not serve me. It didn't go well. I've been on both sides of this. I asked for large six-figure gift. And the donor said, you know what? It's too soon. And I was so embarrassed and so deflated. I had to go back uh, to my boss and tell them it was too soon. And I think it pushed the gift back at least nine months because I was just jumping the gun in the relationship. I was moving things faster than they were developing organically. So I'm not suggesting that we ask for more blindly. Let's just go ask everybody for more right now. Not necessarily, but I'm willing to bet that you know who you need to ask and how much you need to ask them for. And you don't do it because it terrifies you. You don't need to pay some consultant to come in and tell you who these major donors are. You know who they are. It serves your lack of courage. It serves your ego to not know who they are. You know who they are. And you have a better sense of what they could give and what they would be willing to give with the right 
ask at the right time and taking into consideration the relationship. All it takes is greater courage. And that's what I'm going to help you do. I'm going to help you develop your personal courage so that you can transform your community faster. I want to help you raise more major gifts so that you can expand your impact. That is my why. I want to help you build your courage so that you can ask for more. And you can do it with confidence, knowing that you are a leader in your donors' lives and that your mission is worthy of five, six, and seven-figure unrestricted gifts from individuals. So thank you for being here with me. I hope to encourage you. I have been told by friends and teammates that I am a spur, and I spur them on. And so that's what this is going to be. You're going to get some encouragement, and you're going to get a spur in your butt. And it's going to feel maybe a little bit like, oh, that hurts a little bit. But you need to hear it because I'm truly in your corner and I want to see the world changed. I want to see impact expanded. I want to see the end of extreme poverty. I want to see the end of the clean water crisis. I want to see the end of human trafficking. I want to see the end of homelessness. I know you do too. And how we get there is we build the courage and the strategy to ask for more. Stop accepting the bare minimum and the scraps. No more, my friend. So we are on this journey together. I will not let you settle for less. You're not alone. Don't judge yourself for being afraid. It's normal. It's normal. And we are going to develop that courage together so that you can grow your organization and your impact. See you next time. Thanks so much for joining me, Julie Ordonez, your major gifts coach on Nonprofit Courage Lab and for investing in yourself today. Head to nonprofitcouragelab.com to connect, follow, and share. If this has encouraged you, please rate and review this podcast. And remember, nobody changed the world without first changing themselves. Until next time.